Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Good morning, and welcome to A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM WDWS. For nearly seven decades, Champaign-Urbana's daily gathering spot for conversation, dialogue, and ideas. You can join it on the phone, via text, or online. Our phone number is 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Or email us at talk at wdws.com. Now, here's your host, Brian Barnhart. All right, we've reached the last show of this year, of the year 2022. On this December 30th, headed for a high of 45, kind of wet out there this morning and overcast. Glad you're with us here today on a penny for your thoughts. We'll do some open line time here in the first hour. The second hour, it will be the last hour, the last Friday of the month, and it'll be a flashback Friday. We'll give you a topic here in just a little bit, and uh, we can have some fun with that to close out the year. Happy New Year to you. Uh, Next time we talk to you on this show, it will be 2023. So we want to certainly wish you the best as you head into the new year. All right, special edition of the News Gazette. I do want to tell you about that. It's a premium edition. Jim Rossa was talking about that. Uh, There's a special bowl section in there with a lot of really good stories from our sports uh, guys. And then, of course, uh, Jeff D'Alessio and the team headed up the uh, gun violence, a community conversation, if you remember that going into the last year or so. And it says uh, gun violence, a community conversation continued. A lot of the uh, folks that were on the air or talked about uh, crime in our community, gun violence over the uh, last couple of years are in there again. So that's a great section. So two great special sections there. And uh, all the usual uh, coverage, of course, Illini men's basketball and women's basketball, both winners last night. We head down to Tampa tomorrow. We'll have the football game for you Monday, 11 o'clock in the morning. There will not be a penny show on Monday. It'll be uh, line eye game day coverage. We'll have uh, all the crew in here for that, and then we'll kick it off just after 11 o'clock uh, Central down in uh, Raymond James Stadium, Illinois and Mississippi State. Anyway, got lots of things we'll do today. We'll mix in a little bit of highlight uh, from the football season. We've got a couple more packages of that. And a little basketball, too, and news on the uh, Safety Act. Again, kind of a legal challenge, I'm sure, as we um, await January 1st. So all the counties across the country trying to figure out how that's going to work. And I think uh, our county here is kind of prepared either way for what happens. Uh, Home sale forecast in the News Gazette today. Uh, A lot of stories about fans that are headed down for the uh, bowl game. That continues to uh, be kind of a daily feature here leading up to the game on Monday. 
All right, so 909, glad you're with us on A Penny for Your Thoughts. Today's show brought to you by OSF Cardiovascular Institute. Your health is their mission. Learn more at osfhealthcare.org slash beat. We'll get it started with you next on A Penny for Your Thoughts. Stay tuned. Nine twelve on this uh, day before New Year's Eve, heading into twenty twenty three. Our friends at OSF Healthcare, OSF uh, on call among the uh, things they do, of course. So uh, again, we appreciate their uh, sponsorship. They treat minor illnesses. You know, maybe you got something that's cropped up. You don't know what to do about it. Well, you can certainly do that. Online appointments available. OSFOnCall.org/slash/urgentcare. Same day, walk-in visits, no appointment necessary. The goal is to get you in and out as quickly as possible. None of us want to spend a lot of time, you know, you got something in your eye or, you know, something's bothering you or you bang something up and you don't want to, you know, you can't get a hold of, you know, you don't have time to run into the hospital or run to the doctor. I mean, you can run to OSF Urgent Care and have them take a look at it. They might be able to get a quick uh, solution for you. Also offer 24-7 virtual visits to get you uh, anytime, uh, anywhere to get care. You can learn more at osfoncall.org slash urgentcare. Champaign, Danville, Mattoon, and Rantoul is where you can find them. All right, 913, uh, good morning to Tiny. Hello, yeah. sir. Yes, sir, go ahead. I want to help you out a little. Okay. <laughs> Aaron Amons called in yesterday, and he gave a little soliloquy on what his wife was qualified for and what she did, and he left out a couple of things, as usual. She run and was elected on the Urbana School Board, and they kicked her off of that because she lied about her residency. She run for the Urbana City Council. She won that. They kicked her off because she lied about her residency again. And then she's a shoplifter. And these are not small things, Brian. These are not small things for a... When you compare her to Tim Johnson, it's, you know, I I, I can't think of one thing she did for me. Not one thing. She says she's sponsored or co-sponsored 60 or 70 bills. Well... Let me know what they are, please. I'm not, I guess I'm not that well informed or the paper don't let us know what's happening. But I don't know what those bills are. I can bet you they're all about something about like the Safety Act that 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 big fat hog John Pritzker has signed the bill immediately. Didn't even, didn't even hesitate. He just bang that's been how long ago? Three months ago when he signed that? Maybe longer, maybe less? I don't know. They come up with that thing at midnight or, you know, this is a terrible thing. Our, our crime in this uh, around here is terrible. When I, when I moved in here, well, it was nothing, you know, no locked doors. The windows are open. The bicycle left out in front. You, you, uh, you know, there's nothing going on. And just nothing going on now. You can't even uh, you can't even leave the shades open. Yeah, you know we're afraid somebody will pick on you and shoot through the window. 
And, and the, the list of crimes in the Champaign-Urbana News Gazette are, some days are terrible. And then I also wanted to, I've got to, this, this no, no bail thing is another very serious thing. Um, and it, it's, Julia Reed seems to want to go along with it a little bit. And, uh, I don't know. I, I, I think, well, I think she's been working pretty hard to get it better. I mean, I well, she spent I, a lot I of time on it. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree with you. But she says now she she's going to go along with it. Well, I guess. Uh, okay, I'll give her. I'll give her. A, I'll give her an A plus. Then, if you think that's what she's doing, she's working on it. <laughs> I do too. But I just kind of read the paper, and she said she. She's going to go along with it and kind of soured me. But anyway, we want to talk a little bit about our crooked jurisdictional system. The, the, the justice system in this terrible. You know, the FBI, uh, just crazy. Just look what, what they've, just nothing else, but look what they've did to Trump in, in the six years that I've known of. Four years while he was in office. And then the FBI going into his house down there, carrying out stuff they didn't need to carry out, going into to Trump's wife's bedroom and searching around, et cetera. I'm just telling you what was in the paper. And uh, when it's all said and done, what did they come up with? I can't think of one thing. Can you? Well, I I don't remember what all they took out of there. I mean, there were boxes no, and boxes. Mean, yeah. What 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 charges have they come up with that they've uh, prosecuted? Well, I don't Just know if like I've heard they, I, I've heard what they might charge him with, but I haven't heard anything official. Yeah. I mean. No, they they dropped the uh, <clears throat> they closed up the that bunch of uh, the same bunch of guys that was all over Trump all the time he was in office was the same bunch of guys who was talking about the the January 6th procedure, which was all political, absolutely political. Sure, there were some things going wrong, but they carried it out too long and too much baloney, and it was all just anything to screw Trump up. And, and whatever they could do, they was going to do it. And the, and the guy that heads it up, and I can't think of his name now, um, I'm bad on that, but uh, he said... Uh, we're going to get him. We're going to get him, no matter what. And it's not going to be uh, everything's going to be equal or right or anything. We're just going to get him. And uh, of course, Biden, he's a dandy. He, uh, we got a, we got a Republican paper here last week. It's, uh, it's called the Epoch. And it's, it, I'm telling you ahead of time, it's biased. But if they say if you really wanted to destroy the U.S., and then he lists seven different things, and I'm not, not going to talk about all seven of them. I'll just give you the first one. He's eliminated the oil industry in this country and going out begging other countries for oil and buying oil now from Venezuela. They've, they've struck new oil wells down there. Here we are buying oil from Venezuela, and we we led the world in oil production, and we were so uh, we were independent. No, but we didn't need anybody. 
So uh, if if Biden is not responsible for that, he the first day he got in office, he couldn't wait to get a pencil in his hand and cancel out the the, the I don't know what you know the <laughs> line the the oil. The, the pipeline, line yeah, the pipeline, pipeline. Keystone pipeline, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I ought to, I shouldn't even call in. I'm this old ninety-seven-year-old computer <laughs> in my head. That's <laughs> don't want to. So I can punch all the buttons in the world, Brian. And sometimes when I'm talking to you, and I still can't pull up the words I want to. I understand. I totally yeah. get it. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, that's it. Well, thank, thank you, sir. You Have a good New Year. Okay. Allowing me to talk. Very good. Yeah. All right. See you later. All right. Very good. Uh, Nine twenty at DWS on a uh, penny for your thoughts. Yeah, the um, tax returns. I guess they're about to release the tax returns <clears throat> from Donald Trump. Excuse me. I don't know what the uh, significance of today is. It's like the last news day of the year, basically. <laughs> I, but it's out. Okay. Uh, we'll see what we learn from those. Uh, my guess is someone in his position either made a lot of money or lost a lot of money. Um, and uh, the way tax returns are for the very, very rich, it's hard to, you know, it's, look, their tax returns are different from yours and mine, okay? I It just is. So uh, there's all kinds of things. There's wealth and there's actual income and what's taxed and what's not taxed. And, you know, you own all those hotels and businesses. I mean, that's a... That's a whole different world that I don't even begin to comprehend. I mean, I'm just trying to, you know, make the car payment every month. So um, I don't quite understand all that. But anyway, they're going to release them. Uh, Bill says you have all these Democrats criticizing Trump for his tax returns. Do they know the laws they passed? Of course not. The code is 74,608 pages, account to a report, according to a report by the Washington Examiner. Kills them when they get outsmarted by professional accountants. All right. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate that. 922. On a penny for your thoughts. Here's uh, Phil. Good morning, Phil. Good morning, Brian. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, thanks. Hey, I was just noticing that um, News Gazette reporter Scott Ritchie has not had a byline since December 12th. Yes. Is he is he missing an action? Uh, what I understand, he's, uh, just, uh, out ill, I guess, from what I understand. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope he gets well soon. Yeah, me too. No, we, we certainly miss having him around. He, you know, we've, he's, he's got big shoes to fill and we've had two or three different people trying to fill them. So (laughs) yeah, hopefully he can get better soon. Okay. Well, thanks. I appreciate it. All right. Very good. Thank you, Phil. Uh, maybe Tiny should attack the Illinois Capitol if he's not happy with Illinois policy, somebody says. Uh, Brian, if Kevin Warren does indeed become the president and CEO of the Bears, is Josh Whitman a potential candidate for Big Ten commissioner? I don't know. That's a good question. I I don't know who it would be uh, if Kevin Warren does indeed uh, take the job, and I think that'd be a pretty good job, uh, president and CEO of the Bears. Um, I, all kinds of names pop up. I mean, would Jimmy Phillips want to come back from the ACC? He was originally a favorite for the Big Ten commissioner's job in the first place. Joshua, I think, would certainly be qualified if, if he were even interested. I don't know if he is or not, but um, there's a lot of good folks out there. 
good morning, Brian. Aaron Ammons bragged about being on WEFT. Uh, big deal. Why don't they? What? Big deal. Why wouldn't they? It's a friendly forum. I don't trust either one of them, someone says. Okay, uh, 217-356-9397-924 at DWS. Let's see what else we got here. Good morning, Brian. Great to see Brad Underwood wearing the orange coat last night. I hope you indeed have – you and Ed have – it was a late night last night. I hope you and Ed have a safe flight to Tampa. And have you talked to the folks at Learfield about sending texts to the coaches' show for questions? Yeah, that's something I continue to look at. Uh, I've just got to figure out the – Best way to do it. I've seen some uh, other schools. I know Iowa has a method they use, and there's been a couple others. So we'll see if we can do that. Looking forward to hearing the Illini football highlights. Yeah, we'll do some of that here. We've got our flashback Friday coming up in the next hour. 924, let me get a break in here on a penny for your thoughts, and uh, we'll do that here in just a moment. 217-356-9397. Text line at 217-351-5357, and you can email us talk at WDWS.com. Illini men and women both win their games last night. Let me get a timeout in. Back in a moment here on Penny. Trying to stand up on my own two feet. This conversation ain't coming easily. And darling, I know it's getting late. So what do you say we leave this place? Walk me home in the day tonight. I can't be alone with all that's on my mind. 927 on a penny for your thoughts. Today's show brought to you by our friends at OSF Healthcare. Cardiovascular Institute. Expert heart care right here for you in Champaign-Urbana. Alan's up next. Good morning, Alan. Hey, good morning, Brian. Hey, I just wanted to thank you for having the uh, the old owners of uh, Mabel's on and uh, all the all the stories that were told about that and Spaceport and Campus Town. Oh yeah, we did a rerun of that, didn't we? Yeah, the re- yeah the re- yeah. I, I I was thinking it was a rerun. I didn't think it was live, but yeah, I grew up in uh, grew up in Campus Town. I'm a townie, and and uh, all the all the great times we had back in back in rocking and rolling in Mabel's. <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, that was a fun show. We did it back in July, and we uh, we did a best of show with it here a couple days ago. So, yeah, I'm glad you were able to hear that. I I, I heard it on the way to work. Like I said, I, I I can't believe we all didn't wind up in Spaceport and and uh, and dead laying on all the pinball machines. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy times. Crazy times. Have a great day, Brian. Thanks, Alan. You too. All, all right. right Happy New Year. All right, let's get uh, to our highlight package here. This goes about uh, four minutes. We did part one and two. Adam put these together. Just recapping the great football season we had with the eight wins and going to a um, New Year's Day or January 2nd bowl game in Florida. Uh, These highlights cover Iowa, Minnesota, Nebraska, and Michigan State. And here's some of the uh, football action for Brett Bielema's team this year. Crowd trying to help the defense. In a rock fight, in a slugfest. Here comes the blitz on him. In trouble, he's sacked. Another Illinois sack. Seth Coleman with the sack. 12.35 for the game of the shotgun. Here is Sitkowski. Drop, throwing left, looking for a high tower. Got it. Leaping catch at the Iowa 
touchdown, Illinois. Sideline pattern, Hightower. Second and six from the Iowa 30, 5-15 and counting here in the fourth quarter. Sitkowski, underhanded pitch to Reggie Love, cuts back to the right, nice cutback, still on his feet, to the outside, 25, 20, and down at the 19, but a first down, Illinois. It'll be a 36-yard attempt, so again, no touchdown for Iowa. The Illini with a field goal attempt to take the lead instead, 6-6 tie. 36-yard attempt, left hash, snap back, kick is in the air, is it good? It is! It is good! And the Illini go from possibly being down by a score to being up by a field goal at 9-6 over Iowa. I think my life just flashed before my eyes. From the Gopher 40 after the first down, DeVito fakes to Brown. Now he's going to throw back to Brown. He's open. Wheel round. Got it. 20, 10, 5. Touchdown. 40 yards. Chase Brown wide open. He caught a touchdown pass on the second play of the year against Wyoming. And the Illini lead 6-0. From the Gopher 39, play action. Here is DeVito throwing deep left, looking for height power. He's got it inside the five. First and goal, Illinois. Brown in the pistol look behind DeVito. And the keeper by DeVito. He's going wild. Everybody else went right. Touchdown, Illinois. What a beautifully designed play. It's a beautiful thing. Brown in a frenzy. 10-18 for the third. Territory pressure comes. Devito dumps. Got his man caught first down. 35-30. Isaiah Williams down the left sideline might score. He will touchdown. Touchdown Illinois. And Isaiah Williams scoops it up with a catch over the middle. Sprints down the left sideline. Huskers have been prone to big plays, and the Illini get a big one there. Touchdown Illinois. From the Illini 23. Snap back. Pressure coming. Purdy under the gun. Rolling right. Being chased. Lob. And it's intercepted. Sidney Brown with a pick at the 20. Runs it back to the 25. And the fire department puts out another fire. From their own 25. Back to pass. Pressure comes. Thorne lobbed to the right. And it's picked off. Picked off Sidney Brown at the 40-yard line of Michigan State. And how do you like that? Player of the game, and he picked off his old teammate right in front of Daniel Barker. Second down on 11, Illinois at their own 40. Back to pass to Vito with a win. Dumps it over the middle. Caught. Near side, Isaiah Williams puts the tackle. 45-40. Left side, 30.
Montana 14. Pressure coming and he goes down. A sack. Back at the 25-yard line. Johnny. Johnny Newton. Here's Johnny. <laughs> now he drives in and it's stripped away by Danger. Fast break the other way. Shannon layup. Missed him. Followed by Danger. And he slams it in. Hawkins dumped down, left of the lane to Danger, backing his way down, spinning with the left hand, and he put it up and in. Oh, that spin move is dynamite, Danger. Another Illinois steal, fast break ahead, Hawkins, no look pass to Lieb for the layup. And a crowd favorite, Brandon Lieb, the seven-footer with a bucket. Epps coming the other way, Shannon to the bucket, under the bucket, pass to Rogers, out top, Epps for three, got it. That ball's got some life right now. It's got some life. It's got some energy. Yeah, convincing win last night for uh, Illinois basketball over Bethune-Cookman. Got a little uh, background on Bethune, by the way. Uh, Kathy Reiser gave me. I found that interesting. Uh, A couple things here, if I can work these in. I'm... Got a lot of stuff here to try to get in in just a few minutes. <laughs> 9.38. We got the uh, Flashback Friday coming up in the uh, next hour at 10. Uh, let see. What year? I was going through the last couple of days. I've gone through uh, top toys uh, during the year you were born. And somebody had one for me, and I've lost it here. Let's see. 217-356-9397. Oh, here we go. Hi, Brian. What was the toy for 1953? All right. I can go back to that. I think I mentioned that yesterday. It was a model car, like those little micro-sized models created by car companies for promotional purposes. And you can see those little, I mean, maybe not the same thing exactly, but little uh, miniature cars. You can get them at uh, CVS or Walgreens or usually on a shelf at the end of the row somewhere. (laughs) I've got one in my office. But, uh, yeah, that was it. Model car, 1953. Great to see our coaches dress for success. And Brad in the orange jacket. Now the team should wear orange. Well, they wear orange quite a bit. Uh, Sometimes at home, sometimes on the road. They have not worn the blue jerseys for at least a couple of years that I can remember. But, yeah, it was good. Uh, Brad broke out the orange jacket last night. Uh, That was unusual uh, for that kind of game. Usually those are kind of broken out for the – you know, for the really big games, Michigan State or others. But uh, I don't know. He brought it out. And then the guys, uh, they've been wearing, if you haven't been to the games or haven't watched in the last couple of years since COVID, the coaching staffs have become more casual, you know, with uh, Nike gear or whatever brand they're associated with. And they've been pretty casual. I mean, sweats and, like, workout suits, basically. That kind of kicked in during COVID because nobody was at the games to watch, and so they just went casual. They kind of carried over, but I'm starting to see teams go the other way. Now there's some of the suits are coming back, and interesting how that stuff works. But it really didn't have suits last night. It was more just sport coats. And I thought they looked pretty good. I thought it looked very nice. The um, Reggie Theus, who was coaching Bethune-Cookman, he, he was dressed up in a really nice uh, jet suit. I don't think he had a tie on, but he looked very, uh, very professional. 940 at DWS on a penny for your thoughts. Uh, the historical roots of Bethune-Cookman was passed along to me. 
October 3rd, 1904, an exceptional young black woman, Mary McLeod Bethune, opened the Daytona Literary and Industrial Training School for Negro girls, what would become Bethune-Cookman University with $1.50, Faith in God, five little girls, along with her son, Albert. Dr. Bethune went on to become a national and international figure with a long list of notable accomplishments, including counseling U.S. presidents, playing a role in the founding of the United Nations, creating an influential African-American women's organization. She also helped fund the found the United Negro College Fund, of which Bethune-Cookman was a charter member. This was the opponent last night. 2007, uh, well, let me go back. Uh, two schools merged in 1923, was finalized in 1925. The Cookman Institute was who they merged with was the first institution of higher education of blacks in the state of Florida. So they merged, uh, finalized in 1925. Originally it was called Daytona Cookman Collegiate Institute. 1931 school officially um, changed its name to Bethune in honor of the leadership of Dr. Bethune. She eventually went on again to work in the uh, Roosevelt administration and was appointed uh, by President Harry S. Truman Bethune, the only woman of color at the founding conference of the United Nations in 1945. And she was honored in July of this year, first African-American to be represented with a state statue in the National Statuary Hall Collection at the U.S. Capitol. So there you go. A little bit about our team we played last night, Bethune-Cookman. 9.42 on DWS. And Bob, good morning. Good morning. I just, uh, you know, I, I see on Channel 3 uh, how important it is to donate blood. And I want to tell my story the first time I donated blood. My dad was stationed in Arizona. And I went went to school to my senior a little town called Gilbert. We had a young girl had three holes in her heart that needed blood. So they got with the schools in that area and anybody that was 18 to go down and donate blood. I was one of those persons. And later on, I kept donating blood to myself, which is important. Then I was put on medications that I no longer could donate blood. But I remember my wife just passed away a week before Christmas. And different times that she was in the hospital, that she also needed blood. So I just want hope people that listen to the radio, that's how important that thing is. Because that young girl went through serious surgery, and they didn't actually know if she going to make it or not. But by getting the right blood from three schools in that same area met up this is 1961 she she lived through it and they was able to come up with a video of the school of how well she was doing so those people that don't be afraid to get blood don't be afraid to get that needle if you're not 
on the right medications. I understand that you can't, but I want people out there to go give blood mm-hmm. because it's important to somebody's life. Absolutely. Good points, Bob. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Happy New Year, sir. We appreciate you. Very good. Uh, good to hear from uh, Bob again at the end of the year here. Good morning, Brian. Could you give the radio audience a brief history of our new quarterback from Ole Miss? Go Illini. Well, um, he hasn't played a lot. Uh, his name is Luke Altmyer, A-L-T-M-Y-E-R. And he's six foot one, 200 pounds. He's only played in nine career college games. This last year for the Rebels, he went 8 of 17 for 125 yards, two touchdown, one interception. And he's thrown for about 300 yards in his career. He filled in for the starting quarterback last year in the Sugar Bowl, January 1, in a game against Baylor. So not a lot uh, there as far as, uh, I guess, actual games played, but a lot of quarterbacks, everybody's got a transfer quarterback anymore. And apparently, I mean, the coaches. They went after him, and there was no secret they were going to go get a quarterback. Matt Daniels writes about that today. So you can read about him in the News Gazette. And, again, get your premium edition of the News Gazette today. It's got the bowl section preview and the continuing conversation. A lot of folks, great folks that we had on the radio and in the News Gazette when it comes to gun violence. All right, 946, quick break. Back with more here in a moment. Hannah Montana, as she was known at one point. 949, Roofs by Roger, getting ready for 2023. If you'd like to get on their list for a new roof, now's the time to talk about it. You can talk about the shingle type and be a little more selective about what you want to do. If you're worried about the cost, they do have financing uh, that can help with that because I know uh, you know sometimes we get into this new year and you got taxes coming and there's a lot of stuff happening, so... Uh, make sure you contact the folks Roofs by Roger, uh, locally owned. Roger Oakletree, our uh, friend, has been at it a long time in his company. They'll do a great job for you. 217-834-3800. Roofs by Roger. That's with a D in the middle. Roofsbyroger.com. All right, a couple of texts. Here's a couple of contrasting texts, and this is sometimes all kind of in a day's work. Uh, text says, how long will you let people just plain lie and defame people? Okay, I'm, you're going to have to narrow it down for me. I'm not. What, do you, what specifically are you referring to? And then, uh, and I don't know if they're talking about Tiny's call or what. And then somebody else says, "God bless Tiny's heart. Thank you for the grace and kindness you share with him, Brian. As you lend a listening ear, you truly listen. You encourage. He hears you, and feels better than before he called. Old people matter, and your listening ear reminds Tiny he does too. There's a huge difference between Mark and Tiny." Mark likes to hear himself pontificate. Tiny needs someone he admires and trusts to listen and give him hope. Only heaven will reveal all the many people you've blessed just by being you. Wow. I I don't know what to say, but thank you. But there's a couple of back-to-back contrasting emails. All in a day's work, right? All right, 9.51. Let's get to our final highlight package here. Football from this great year as we get ready for the bowl game. These games from Purdue, Michigan, and Northwestern. All right, Adam, take it away. 
Illini in the Carnal red zone. First and goal at the nine. Brown, right, left. Brown down to the two before they stop him. Good cutback from the right to the left for Chase Brown. A gain of eight. No score yet. Illini knocking on the door. Second goal at the Purdue two. Hand off to Chase Brown. Touchdown. He's across the goal line. Chase Brown scores the TD. M.A. Illini jump in front. Six nothing on the Boilermakers. Illini third and goal at the Purdue six. Down 21-14. Brown now goes back to his regular spot. DeVito in the gun. Back to pass. Looking left. Looking to the end zone. Got a man. One touchdown. Gain of 12. We're in the Carnal red zone. First and goal at the eight. Chase Brown the back. DeVito gives it to him. Chase puts his foot down. He's in. Touchdown. Cut through at the five, and he was free. Chase Brown, second touchdown of the day. Eight yards. And the Illini back in front, 13-7. Third and two at the eight of Michigan. Eight yards, touchdown Illinois! How do you like that? And what a response after a shaky start at the beginning of the third quarter. Oh, that's a grown man drive right there, and I love the finish. Under six minutes to go here in the third and Ann Hand off to Stokes, and he is dropped like a rock. At the 35-yard line, Witherspoon again with a big hit. My goodness. They're at the Illinois 37, fourth and six. Trying to draw the Illini off. Back to pass. McCarthy, deep pattern left. It is going to be broken up incomplete. Incomplete, trying to hit Anthony. The Illini almost jumped off sides. That was really close. I kept waiting for a flag to drop, and it never did. And the Illini upheld on fourth down. First and ten, Illinois. Michigan 37. DeVito gives to Brown around the right end. 30, 25, 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Touchdown, Illinois! 37 yards, and the Illini lead in Ann Arbor 16-10. How do you like that? And this place just went silent. What a beautiful day here in Evanston. Here is the handoff to Reggie Love. Runs to the right. in there for a gain of 20 as he cut to the right. At the Wildcat 14. Pistol look. Reggie Love in for Chase Brown. Shake it up on this drive. Hand off to Reggie. Runs left. Slips a tackle. 10-5. Reggie Love down to the two-yard line. He almost broke it. And boy, is he slippery. Illinois first and goal at the Northwestern two. Here is Reggie Love into the end zone. Touchdown, Illinois. And the Illini in front of a big orange Grab the lead, 6-0. Robertson averaging about 39 yards a kick this year, 4th and 12. 
For the Illini, he'll stand inside his own 10. He will step to the right. He's going to keep it. He's going to go. Fake. 25, 30. Get the board. 5, 40, 45. And near midfield. And a first down on a trick play for the special teams. Robertson, the Aussie, running like a punter. Up the right side, and he gets the first down. Snap back on third and long. Here comes the rush. Up the middle. He throws to the right. That's picked off. Devin Witherspoon. He might go all the way. We'll see. So he back at midfield. 45-40. Still on his feet. 35-30. And he's stripped up at the Wildcat 30. And he's going to be upset that he didn't get the pick six. But what a great run by 31. Devin Witherspoon. But no points for the Wildcats. Gets the win, keeping it on the ground. And ball, this ball. Time, the ball is loose. Nobody. Maybe a scoop and score for Sidney Brown. He's gone. Touchdown. Touchdown, Illinois. Scoop and score. Back to pass. Here comes the pressure. Pocket collapsing. Throws oh. another interception. Picked off again. Well, those guys brought us a lot of great memories, didn't they? And they'll be back at it. Uh, some will be playing. Uh, three won't. Uh, Sidney Brown featured there at the very end. Uh, he will not be playing. And Devin Witherspoon and uh, Chase Brown. Somebody asked about how many yards after catch Chase had. I don't know if they meant Chase or Isaiah Williams. Isaiah was among the uh, Big Ten leaders in yards after catch. Yak, they call him. And uh, Chase had several catches. I don't know his total yards. I think it was sixteen hundred rushing, and was it a couple hundred? I think he had receiving. So roughly in that ballpark. I'd have to go look it up to make sure. Love the background music used to, to Fleetwood Mac all the time, and the, used to listen to Fleetwood Mac all the time in the seventies and eighties. Uh, good job, Adam. All right, very good. All right, nine fifty-seven. Our uh, Flashback Friday is coming up, and uh, what we're going to do, because it's the day before New Year's Eve, do a little New Year's Eve theme today. And uh, basically, what were some of the uh, traditions, maybe, of whether it was food or activities you did growing up, your family did, did you stay up? Were you allowed to stay up? Maybe you didn't do anything. Maybe you just went to bed on New Year's Eve. But I'm sure there's something that may have been handed down or that your parents did when you were growing up or your grandparents did, or you did as a family, where you either went out um, somewhere, maybe you made a special dish, maybe you, um, I don't know, wrote down your wishes for, for the next year, whatever the case may be. Any or all of those are welcome. And we may throw in a couple of people here in the mix just to see what they've got to kind of prime the pump, but uh, I think you'll get the idea as we go. So basically, any uh, New Year's Eve traditions that your family may or may did or maybe you did or things you remember about new year's eve or maybe one time some special event you were at uh some cities of certain sizes i remember uh living in oklahoma city they would have a, a downtown oklahoma city trying to get people downtown uh experience for new year's eve you could go down there and you could listen to bands or you could you know walk around and get food and i know some towns did did that uh, along the way 
So those are a couple of ideas, anyway, to think about. Uh, I'll tell you what we used to do growing up on New Year's Eve. It was kind of a different, but uh, we'll give you that. So if you've got any of those, you can text them in, 217-351-5357. You can email them in, talk at wdws.com. And uh, you can call in, of course, 217-356-9397 is the uh, number to call. Our show today brought to you by... Our friends at OSF, Cardiovascular Institute, your heart is their mission. Learn more at osfhealthcare.org slash beat on this here, our Illini Friday, on this last Friday of the month of December and the last Flashback Friday coming up of 2022. All right, thanks for being with us. Hour number one is in the books. CBS News next, WDWS Champaign-Urbana, Flashback Friday after. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Clear. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Democrats in Congress released some of Donald Trump's tax returns today. CBS's Scott McFarland tells us why that's a big deal. What de- Democrats on the House Ways and Means Committee have argued before the release today and after the release today is that Donald Trump took deductions for which there were not proper documentation or that were just improper and that he could have and should have been paying more. Trump is criticizing the release, saying Democrats have weaponized everything. But this release comes after the Supreme Court approved it last month. Southwest Airlines passengers are cautiously optimistic today after canceling thousands of flights this week. The airline says it's back to normal. WTOP reporter Nick Ionelli is in Baltimore. I think it looks good. Uh, My flight should be on time, knock on wood. Still, that man who's going to San Diego has a backup plan, just in case. I did book an alternate flight for tomorrow. He's not the only one here prepared for the worst and hoping for the best. This passenger is headed to Miami for a cruise. I have two backup flights later today on American. Very nice. Yes. You you booked backup flights. I did. That's smart. I have to get on the cruise tomorrow, so I can't be stranded here. Nick Ainelli for CBS News, Baltimore, Maryland. Out west, there is more bad weather on the way. Weather Channel meteorologist Jim Cantori is tracking it for us. Heavy rain, mountain snow. There are flood watches all over the place into California. We are talking about feet of snow, not only for California, but also for Utah into Colorado. And some of this, as we get into early next week, starts to pull out in the Plain States. Heavy rains expected on the East Coast. Ukraine is fending off more Russian drones. CBS's Ian Lee is in Dnipro. There's millions of people without power right now. Crews are working around the clock trying to get it back restored. Getting the spare parts has also been difficult. And we're hearing that Ukraine is asking other Eastern European countries that have similar infrastructure to donate to help restore Ukraine's power. Meantime, Putin and Chinese leader Xi Jinping have vowed to deepen their bilateral cooperation. The two leaders met virtually today, and they're planning a visit in Moscow in the spring. In Myanmar, an ousted pro-democracy leader has been sentenced to seven more years in prison on corruption charges. Karishma Vaswani is with the BBC. In a closed-door trial, a military court in Myanmar handed down a judgment that was widely expected. Aung San Suu Kyi now faces a total of 33 years in prison for 19 charges. She's called the cases absurd and has denied every count. She's been held as a prisoner since the military junta overthrew her government in a coup in February 2021. Final day of trading of the year, Dow down 200 points. This is CBS News. Brought to you by Clear, a faster, easier way through airport security. Try today for two months free by visiting clearme.com slash cbs22 or use code cbs22. Hi, I'm Anthony Imperato, president of Henry Repeating Arms. 
Patriotic Americans are looking to protect and provide for their families now more than ever. For your home and in the field, there is a Henry that is right for you. We have over 200 Henry rifles and shotguns to choose from in a variety of calibers and finishes, all backed by our lifetime guarantee and my personal guarantee for your 100% satisfaction. You have my word that Henry repeating arms are made in America, always will be, or they won't be made at all. I invite you to visit HenryUSA.com to order a free catalog, decals, and a list of Henry dealers in your area. That's HenryUSA.com or call 1-800-958-4993. Thank you and God bless America. December 30th, not quite New Year's Eve, but we're getting close. And we'll run our uh, Flashback Friday here uh, today. This is the uh, last hour of the last Friday of the last month of the year. So this is it. I think last year, and I got I think I was off on this particular Friday last year, because I think we did a best of uh, show when it came to our Flashback Friday. We ran one of them, if I remember right. But uh, we're live today, and so here we are. So if, uh, New Year's Eve memories, maybe growing up. Now, New Year's Eve is a bigger deal for some folks than it is for others. I get that. Uh, some people just, you know what, I'm going to bed. you know, Or they watch you know, Dick Clark's Rockin' Eve. Now, of course, it's Ryan Seacrest. And I think I heard this morning he's already up to year 20, something like that. Has he really been doing it that long? But, uh, you know, maybe, you know, you're into that or you're not. It, you know, it doesn't matter. But maybe you've been to Times Square on New Year's Eve. I'm just looking for any memories associated with New Year's Eve, whether it was a tradition going up or you made certain kind of food or your mom or your dad or your grandparents had you do this for New Year's Eve. Were you allowed to stay up? Did you try to stay up? Did you fall asleep and wake up and the next morning it was 6 o'clock and you missed it? Uh, <laughs> Whatever, anything you want to share like that, uh, you can certainly do that. Uh, one here already, a uh, texter says, I spent New Year's Eve on Bourbon Street in Lafayette Square for the Illini LSU Sugar Bowl. That was in uh, January of 2002. I was there too, by the way. I've never been in such a tightly packed mass of humanity. I'm still shocked I didn't lose my wallet that night. Never again. Yeah, that was a madhouse. And the weather was pretty good. If I remember, the weather was decent going into the the day before the bowl game. And, of course, the game was indoors at the Superdome. Boy, after the game, though, the weather was terrible. 
And I like uh, I wasn't thinking very uh, very well after the game. We got beat pretty soundly. Our guy Kurt Kittner and those guys came back, made it close. But uh, trying to get a cab back to the team hotel, and I was like, there was no cab to be found. And it was about 35 degrees and wet, and it was just packed with humanity. I remember that. So, yeah. No, that's uh, that's one memory. So I appreciate that. 217-351-5357 is the text line. Again, if you got any memories growing up, things you used to do on New Year's Eve, maybe you uh, – Maybe you stayed up late on purpose, or maybe you made a meal together, or maybe you did wrote down what your goals were for the next year, or anything like that works. Pretty uh, pretty wide open on that front here today on A Penny for Your Thoughts. Our uh, show today overall, our big umbrella sponsor is OSF Healthcare. They want you to be the best possible, whoever you are, wherever you're going. Go to osfhealthcare.org slash mission. 217-356-9397. Text line at 217-351-5357. And you can email us, talk at wdws.com. Uh, someone says here, my best memory of celebrating New Year is sitting with my family over a table of countless sweets and savories and the elders regaling us, the kids, with our own childhood memories of welcoming the New Year. When the clock would strike 12, we would all rush out and shout, Happy New Year, and wish neighbors and friends the best. Later, we would exchange little gifts and rush to pray for a wonderful and prosperous year ahead. And another one here says, The fondest memory I have of celebrating New Year is going on a picnic with the entire family. With food, dance, and merrymaking, our favorite place was on the banks of the nearby river that, needless to say, used to be filled with other picnic goers. We would take out old mats, spread them out, then play with the waters of the river while the elders would start taking out utensils from the car along with the food. An old music player, which was battery-operated, used to blast songs to add to the happy mood. Today, years later, as I celebrate the occasion by hanging out with friends or going for lunch or dinner, I cannot help but go back in time to those moments that are etched in my memory forever. All right, so there's a couple there to kind of get you going. 217-356-9397. Your memories, anything you did traditionally? Maybe you didn't do anything. You can tell me that. Uh, but uh, did you go out? Did your parents go out and dance? Did they take you somewhere to get food? Anything on uh, New Year's Eve you did over the years. All right, David's with us. Good morning, David. Good morning. How are you today? Good, I sir. I you had a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Yes, you too. Well, back in 1999, on this date, we, I was still working for ISP. We were all ordered to stay at home, and we were all on standby in case of we had that proverbial glitch of 2000 with all the computers and mayhem happened. <laughs> yep, the airline's dropping out of the sky, and... You know, the, so, yeah, luckily the, it didn't happen, but yeah. yeah, we were all ordered to stay at home the whole... Everybody that was on ISP throughout the whole state, we were on standby is, for that night. Is that right? Yeah. So everybody was active. Well, we weren't active. We yeah. we were still at home, but okay. we were, in case of something happened, we were all supposed to be ready to head out. So yeah. Do you, do you, do you remember some of our uniforms and take off? Do you remember some of the things that people thought might happen that you guys heard about? Or uh, you, well, the... 
Well, you brought up one of them. Everybody thought the planes were going to stop out of the, you know, that they didn't have the computer set up to change from 1999 to 2000. The banks were going to go, you know, all the computers were going to crash, I guess is what it was. But, yeah, there was nothing really specific said. They just said that we needed to be uh, available in case of anything did happen. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, that's uh, so that, that, that was crazy. <laughs> yep, that was it. So, yeah, luckily, you know, as Prince said, we're going to party like it's 1999. Well, luckily that didn't happen. So. Yeah, we could probably find that song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm we sure probably should. Probably could. Well, well, go with Illini, and again, have, hope you had a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, sir. Yes, you too. Thank you, David. Appreciate you being right, there. Thank you. Very good. All right, there's an example of what we're looking for. 217-356-9397. Could be a specific memory from a specific New Year's Eve. Maybe you got married on New Year's Eve. I know a couple of folks that did that, a couple of friends of ours. Um, those are all things that are uh, fair game here today. Uh, one text says New Year's, New Year's Eve wasn't a big deal growing up and still isn't. I don't understand all the hoopla. Christmas number one, Thanksgiving number two. All right. Well, that's a thought. Thank you. Uh, my parents, a texter says, and my wife's parents both served ham and beans on New Year's Day. We kept the tradition going. However, our kids and grandkids hate ham and beans, so it's likely over with us. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, but yeah, ham and beans. Uh, there are certain foods, right, for New Year's you're supposed to eat for good luck, right? Isn't there, isn't there something to that? Some certain kind of bean, right? Or is it is it black-eyed peas? I can't remember. Anyway, there's a lot of great traditions out there, not just uh, here locally, but around the around the world. I know. So if you have any uh, New Year's Eve memories, New Year's Eve traditions, New Year's Eve things you guys did, uh, you can certainly uh, text those in or call them in, or whatever you're most comfortable doing, or you can email them in as well. 1018 at DWS. Your days are busy. Simplify your finances with a UC Advantage. What is that? Well, keep and manage all your accounts in one place. Mortgage, business, business checking, savings, and card services. Treasury management, wealth management. UC's local, conveniently located near your home and office. Large networks, 60 banking centers, 32,000-plus surcharge-free ATMs. Put your trust in their history of strength and service. Busey. Ranked in the top 3% of commercial banks nationally. Been around a long time. 1-800-67-BUSEY. Get the services and benefits you want and need from your bank. And they, like everybody else, say Happy New Year and welcome to 2023. 10-19, a timeout back on our Flashback Friday here as we wrap it up for the year. This last Friday of the month of December of the year 2022. And our last show of this calendar year. The next show, next time I talk to you on a, this kind of show... Penny for your thoughts will be uh, next Wednesday live up in Evanston before the basketball game. But uh, that's what's ahead. All right. Happy New Year. Back in a moment.
a flashback Friday here, the December 2022 edition. Talking about New Year's Eve memories or New Year's Eve tradition, or maybe you were overseas, maybe you were serving somewhere. You had a New Year's Eve memory from there, welcoming in years in different parts around the world. I mean, those are all uh, fair game, or maybe some traditions you did, or you baked something, or you ate something on New Year's Day, or you ate it the night before. Maybe you didn't do anything. Maybe it's overrated. I don't know. You can tell me. Uh, 1022 at uh, News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM. Uh, Not related to this, but hi, Brian. Love listening to the football highlights. They gave me goosebumps. Thank you. Good. Glad you like that. Adam did a good job uh, putting those together. Uh, Here's a good one. Uh, As a kid, my friends and I would listen to WLS Radio out of Chicago, the Big 89, as they counted down the top 89 rock songs of the year. Now, that's cool. It's a good way to spend New Year's Eve, right? Count down the top 89 rock songs of the year on WLS. Uh, Somebody tells me, yes, it's Black Eyed Peas is what you're supposed to eat for good luck, right, on New Year's Day. I guess you eat it on New Year's Day, right, as opposed to the day before. In uh, Spain, by the way, in relation to that, in Spain, they eat 12 grapes during the countdown to midnight. Really? That's a tradition. Italians eat pork and lentils to bring good luck to the new year. I found that out. Uh, In Germany, they eat jelly donuts. Really? For good luck. On New Year's Eve. Interesting. All right, 217-356-9397 is our uh, number. The uh, tradition uh, that was mentioned, the Black Eyed Peas, uh, there's the, that's the Deep South tradition, I guess, of Black Eyed Peas on New Year's Day. And the Dutch, they eat raisin donuts. What is it with donuts? Wow, I never heard of such a thing. 1024 at uh, DWS on a uh, penny for your thoughts. Uh, Here's one. A text says, I always remember New Year's Eve 1998. You remember this? There was a monster winter storm forecast to hit the next day or two and making preparations for it. We got 24 inches of snow to start 1999. This listener says, I will never forget that. Yeah, New Year's Eve, 1998. Winter storm hit a couple of days later. 24 inches of snow. You remember that? All right, there you go. 217-356-9397. Text line at 217-351-5357. And you can email us, talk at wdws.com. Uh, for some reason, uh, I don't know how many years we did this. My dad will probably remember. We always went bowling on New Year's Eve. We would go to Western Bowl or Arrowhead Lanes and go bowling. I'm trying to remember if we did bowling any other time of the year, but we always went on New Year's Eve day. And I'll have to ask Dad as to why we started doing that or why we stopped. But we usually did. I remember at least a handful of years we did that. The other thing is when there were the four, how many bowl games are there now? 60? 30, 40, I can't remember. <laughs> There's a lot. But we used to um, 
with the four bowl games on New Year's Day, you'd start with the, what the Cotton Bowl, and then you have the Rose Bowl, and then you'd have the Sugar Bowl and the Orange Bowl. And we would all try to pick the four winners of those games. So us kids, and so we would all fill out slips of paper. Okay, I think Michigan's going to win this game, and I think you know Florida's going to win this game, and Oklahoma's going to. And I, we usually never could get them. We always tried to get perfectly every game, and my dad insisted you could never pick them all right, which is probably a lesson for those that get in all the uh, fan duel and everything else, right? <laughs> and this wasn't even for money. This was just for fun, and we never could get them all right. But we keep track of who did the best of those four games. Now, that's going back a little ways because there's a lot more bowl games now. Uh, my family is from Arkansas. Listener says, my great-grandma fixed black-eyed peas with ham hocks for New Year's Day. There you go. In Arkansas. 1027. 217-356-9397. John joins us. Hi, John. Hey, good morning, Brad. Happy uh, New Year's. Or yes. New Year's Eve. Yes, sir. Uh, I, my biggest thing uh, growing up as a kid, growing up in South Carolina, we had church. Then we come home, and we had um, Black Eyed Peas. And there's a history, you know, growing up in South Carolina, the reason why Black Eyed Peas were constructed. Now, all the cabbage and all that stuff, I don't know nothing about that, but I do know about the black eyed peas. And we would just celebrate, and uh, the grown-ups would have their spirit drinks, and we'd be drinking Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was a really good time. Yeah. And and where that came from, the black eyed peas, we, you know, they would tell the story, because a lot of the stuff was constructed through South Carolina. Um at that time, you know, a lot of the uh, the black ancestors laid out in the creeks and everything until, uh, you know, 1863, the 1st of January. That means we're free. And down south they knew that Lincoln freed the soldiers, not all the slaves, but somebody got it wrong. So what they did was, it, cotton was king, so they would take black-eyed peas and mash them up because a lot of the slave masters said, if you leave, you leave with slop. So what they did is took the black eyed peas and mash it up real good and wrap it around bread and meat and stuff on their travels toward the north. And once they got there, they celebrated. And black eyed peas were celebrated as freedom food. Not so much as good luck, but freedom food. Hmm. Isn't that That's interesting? That really? That I, I figured there had to be some tie-in to that. Uh, that that's amazing. Yeah. Because when the slave masters would open up the burlap sack, what does uh, black eyed peas look like when you mash it up? Slop. Mm. So they would close it back up and give it to the slaves and call them a few names and let them go. But when they get to their destination, and believe it or not, a lot of that happened uh, on the backside of, I think, Dr. Rutherford's house in Oakwood, Illinois. You know, that was the Underground Railroad going through Illinois. That's right. Going north. That's right. Wow. Love history. That is. <laughs> history is awesome. Well, thank you, John. It, is, it really is. Take care. It's good stuff. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Yeah, the uh, and, and John mentioned January 1, 1863 was the um, date that the Emancipation Proclamation took effect. 
Now, it said here, uh, declared that as of January 1, 1863, all enslaved people in the states currently engaged in rebellion against the Union shall be then, thenceforward, and forever free. Lincoln didn't actually free all of the approximately 4 million men, women, and children held in slavery in the U.S. when he signed the formal Emancipation Proclamation. The following January, the document applied only to enslaved people in the Confederacy and not to those in the border states that remain loyal to the Union. And then there's a whole lot more. But we'd be coming up on the uh, anniversary of the Emancipation Proclamation, 160 years. Somebody was asking if uh, there's any celebrations in uh, Lincoln Museum or Springfield. I assume there would be of some sort, for sure. But I don't know if there is or not, for sure. All right, uh, let's see here. Tradition says, I'll be watching the bowl games on New Year's Eve, and this year will be the first time the two of my college football teams, Georgia and Ohio State, playing in the CFP, college football playoff. Another uh, text, uh, New Year's Eve memories we're talking about here. It says, listening and recording the top 89 songs on WLS. Then opening the front door and back door to let the old year out and the new year in. How's that for a tradition? That's pretty cool. And somebody sent me a link to uh, New Year's from a husband's Tennessee heritage. So I'll have to have Adam maybe open that and print that out for me if you can. Okay, there's uh, some of the memories here with uh, New Year's Eve stories, etc. Let's go back to the phones here. Herb is with us. Good morning, Herb. Oh, morning, Brian. How are you doing today? Good, sir. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. Uh, when I, I don't remember uh, making a big deal out of uh, New Year's Eve when I was a kid, but after we were married, my wife and I were not what you'd call big partiers. So we used to keep all the family kids on New Year's Eve. Oh. And, and, you know, like all the nieces and nephews and whatever. Mm-hmm. And we'd have a, a house full of kids. We'd make a, a homemade pizza and, of course, have snacks and stuff. And we would watch the ball in New York City. You know, we'd watch all that. Sure. And then as the ball came down, we'd, we'd go outside with all the kids and give everybody a pot and a wooden spoon, and uh, at midnight, we would bang on wooden spoons, and the, <laughs> and we used to live in the country, and I, ha- I had an old single-shot single, single shot shotgun, and I would shoot that off one time, you know, but uh, that, wa- that was a big deal on uh, New Year's Eve, you know. But now, uh, Millennium, they, the person that talked about the Millennium, uh, one of the family members uh, leased or rented the, what used to be Blue Needles Golf Course over there by Danville. Yeah, I played that. Yeah, yeah. well, uh, we we rented their their clubhouse, and we must have had, oh, I don't know, 50 uh, family members had a big party out there, and we all, we dressed up really big, and, you know, pretty rare for the family to do that, but <laughs> that was probably the high point of, uh, of New Year's Eve celebrations wow. for us. That's a great story. I love the banging on the pots. That's pretty cool. Oh yeah, yeah. We bang <laughs> the kids. Kids is always good. You know, everybody yell uh, "Happy New Year" and bang on the pots, mm-hmm. and and of course that all little, we had to give all little kids hugs and kisses and all that. You know, but uh, <laughs> but it, it was a uh, it was quite a deal for us. 
Uh, and then just a, we always on New Year's Day, my mother-in-law was a killer cook. <laughs> and she, they used to cook a ham, a big ham with a bone in it that would fall apart. And I still think about that ham to these days, this day. It's, it was such mm. good eating. You know. But uh, anyway, wow. and then that's, watch bowl games. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, yeah. thank you, Herb. I appreciate yeah. that. Okay. Good good so, uh, stories. Thank good, you. Have a good weekend and a good new year. You too. Thank you, Herb. Uh-uh. Appreciate you Bye. being there. Thank you. Happy New Year to you. News headlines coming up here brought to you by Direct Travel. To learn about Direct Travel and Globus's guided vacations to locations like England and Scotland, go to directtravelci.com. All right, let's go to CBS News for a quick update and then back with more callers. Hang on. we got some more stuff coming for you your way. Told you we could find that song. Party like it's 1999. Remember that? All right, 1039 as we uh, do our flashback Friday here today. Uh, just New Year's Eve memories or New Year's Eve stories or maybe you were overseas or maybe you got married on New Year's Eve or maybe you didn't do anything on New Year's Eve or maybe you did or your family did or you made something. You're banging pots outside to, you know, to welcome in the new year as a kid or whatever, whatever it was. It's all there and welcome. We've got a couple more callers here as we work our way through. Richard, good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? Very well, thank you. What I'm calling about is the... Uh, routine that my parents and a lot of their friends had at New Year's. They always cooked corned beef and cabbage, which I absolutely hated the smell of. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah my, most, my most memorable and hopeful forgetting is in 1966, I was in the jungle in Cambodia in Vietnam. Mm. We'll never get rid of that memory. Wow. So that was New Year's Eve, nineteen sixty-six. Yes. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that had to feel pretty, uh, pretty lonely at the time, huh? Pretty much myself yeah. and four other fellas. Yeah. Wow. I know that would stick with you, I'm sure. It has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you, thank you Richard. That. Hey, I appreciate that. Yeah, the the cornbread and cabbage. Ugh, I don't think so. Cornbread, maybe. Cabbage, no. But uh, there you go, 1040 at DWS. That uh, Tennessee, somebody sent me a link, New Year's from Husband's Tennessee Heritage. Uh, what I've printed off at least the front of the link, it's, it's Hoppin' John. What is that? Well, it's served on New Year's Day with a side of collard greens and cornbread. Hoppin' John is a hearty African-American dish made by slowly simmering black-eyed peas with pork and vegetables on New Year's Day. Okay, I had not heard of that. Very good. Uh, Dan, uh, Jam and Jimmy Bean. Good morning, Brian. It's Jam and Jimmy Bean coming at you live today. Yes, sir. How are you? I'm doing very, very well. I'd like to congratulate you on another uh, great year. Not only Penny for your thoughts, but uh, being the voice of the Illini. And I really agree with the text uh, earlier that you read where they uh, 
were tell you know reminding us what a blessing you are and and that God has blessed you with us in our in this area and I I couldn't agree with them more. Well, thank you, Jimmy. We're blessed to have listeners like you, so I appreciate that. You're very welcome. I wanted to thank you also. I heard the uh, the the broadcast about the local music scene again. That you mm-hmm. guys repeated that again this year, and I yep. just, that's uh, just very flattering and 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 very happy to hear that again. And I'll be making some announcements earlier in the year. Larry Fredrickson and I probably together. Um, about a memorial and uh, museum for the local music situation that we're going to uh, get started on. But as far as uh, New Year's Eve goes, my mom would let us get out with the pots and pans like others and bang on those at midnight, and um, that was always fun. I spent most of my adult life playing gigs on New Year's Eve. You know, New Year's Eve is... Usually the biggest gig in any musicians, especially at a club level, uh, that's that's the biggest gig of the year. Um, I would think so. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So you make the most money, you play to the biggest crowds. It's a big night. It's a lot of fun. I also remember spending uh, New Year's Eve from 78 to 79 in Hong Kong. Um, I was, uh, let's see, I had just turned 19 the mm. month before. And I was there in the Navy. Mm, 19 in Hong Kong. Yes, sir. Wow. <laughs> I got a tattoo that night. <laughs> I wonder if a lot of people did that. That's that's interesting. Wow. Yeah, that must have been quite an experience. Hey, before I forget real quick, too, sorry, but I, I also, uh, your caller uh, a little before me, John, yeah. calls in quite often. Mm-hmm. I, I recognize John's voice, and I know John from back in the day. I believe he's a bass player also um, and played in a few bands around here. Mm-hmm. And I hope if John's listening now that he'll try to find me on Facebook. I have a Facebook page, just Jim Bean. Um, they wouldn't let me use Jam and Jimmy Bean for some reason. They oh. did for a little while. Then they told me I had to switch it to my real name. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, okay, I'll, I'll play by the rules. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you don't want to get the Facebook police after you. So, oh, of course not. Yeah. Not the in your Facebook police, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, well, all right. Well, have thank a very you. happy New Year's, Brian. Looking forward to uh, listening to the football game and ILL. I and I. Thank you, Jimmy. Appreciate you. All right. Appreciate your friendship, too. Have a good uh, good day and a good new year, 2023. Not far off here. A couple of days. All right, 1044. Let me get a break in. Back with more. Our show today brought to you by our friends at OSF. Watch a movie and other people want to go out and party. You know, it's, it's to each his own, right? But um, those are some of the uh, things we've had here today. We've had some good ones here. Quick question. If you ever need collision repair on your vehicle, where do you go? Gallo Miller Paint and Collision Repair. South side of I-74 between the Neal and Prospect Exits. Dave and Bill, they'd like to wish you a happy new year. And their motto is, where action speaks louder than words. And they've got a great facility there. We've uh, done some work there with our vehicles. They've always been very helpful. And on top of things, and they deal with all the insurance stuff that you deal with when you're involved in an accident or maybe with a rental car that can help you know get all that arranged and so forth. Go to gallomiller.com to provide all the services. Look at all the services they provide. Some of the comments they've had over the years, top quality, good job, excellent appearance of your buildings, overall great experience, couldn't have asked for anything more. And on, I got a whole 
Oh, boy, several pages of them. So give them a call if you need something, 217-353-0770. Stop by their website or stop by and see them in person. Get a free estimate. All right, 1049 at DWS. One uh, listener says, my dad had given me a gift that lasted all year round. It was a script to MAD. What me worry, LOL, they say. All right, <laughs> very good. A couple of other uh, places around the world, uh, just certain meals I guess people eat or serve or make for good luck or for by tradition. Uh, the Greeks eat, and I don't, I don't think I'm going to say this right, the Greeks eat something called vasilopita. If you're Greek, you're probably laughing at me. I don't know how to say it. Vasilopita, uh, which is basically a cake with money in it. Find it, and you'll have a year of good luck. Forget to wrap the money in tinfoil first. You'll have bad luck. Okay, hadn't heard, hadn't heard that one. Uh, Japan celebrates the long uh, soba noodles that represent longevity in Japan. Mentioned the black IP. Somebody mentioned that, the Deep South. Ireland celebrates with buttered bread. Buttered bread. Hmm. Okay. There's some of the countries around the world and what they do on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, getting the uh, year New Year 2023 started off right. All right, just checking to see if I've missed anything here. I think I've got them all in. All right, if you have a couple you want to get in, certainly you can do that before we're done. 10.50 at uh, DWS on a penny for your thoughts. Another quick timeout. Back with more, our final uh, segment of this year. We'll be back with you next week, of course. We've got the bowl game on Monday, no show Monday. It'll be a line eye game. We've got a bowl uh, special tonight within the context of uh, the normal sports talk, four to six, but it'll be bowl-centric, if you will, on both stations here on uh, DWS and our sister station, Light Rock 97.5. So you can listen for that. And then uh, Learfield producing. I'll be a part of this show down in, down in Tampa. And that'll be uh, coming up on uh, January 1st in the evening. Illini women's basketball play in the afternoon on the 1st against Iowa, so that'll be fun. I'll be at the Bull Bash and Radio Show at American Social, 601 South Harbor Boulevard in Tampa. The uh, Bull Bash is going on between 5 and 8 p.m. Eastern. And uh, here Central Time, 5 to 6 We'll uh, do the show. I'll be there. Martin will be there. Michael Martin will be there. And uh, we got the segment with uh, head coach Brett Bielema. We're going to tape that. Uh, he unable to be with us in person, but then we'll have uh, those guys with us and former Illini football players as well, and uh, that to be determined. So they'll, they'll have some fun there coming up on January 1. And we'll be, have that show for you here on the radio, our uh, football bowl special, uh, courtesy of the folks at Learfield. And then the game on Monday, and then back here Tuesday, and then we'll go up to Evanston, and we'll uh, do the show live from Evanston on the 4th from up there at the team hotel, the basketball team hotel, and then the game that night at 8 against the Wildcats, who are pretty good this year. 10.52, timeout, back after this on Penny for Your Thoughts and our Flashback Friday, last one of the year.
That was interesting about taping or listening to the uh, top 89 songs of the year on the old WLS. That was, that was some pretty good ones in there. Not a lot of food input. Uh, had some of that and some uh, memories. Some good, probably some not so good from uh, New Year's Eve over the years. So we've been kind of doing that uh, today on the Flashback Friday. Our overall show today on these Illini Fridays brought to you by OSF Healthcare Cardiovascular Institute offering total heart care from pacemakers, bypasses, valve replacements to heart transplants. All right, I want to uh, thank everybody. I want to thank Adam Austin for his help all year. Of course, Ed Bond, our engineer here and um, overall engineer. And we've got the games coming up. We'll be headed down to Tampa uh, tomorrow. We'll have the game on Monday, as you've heard. And uh, women's basketball over the weekend. And uh, just lots of great stuff going on. Uh, Check out the special sections in the News Gazette. It's a premium edition today. It's got a lot of great stuff in it. Gun violence, community conversation continued with a lot of the main players that we talked to uh, over the last couple of years. And then greetings from Florida, the Rely Quest Bowl preview section. That's got several pages in it. And, of course, coverage from the uh, men's and women's games from last night. And thanks to Adam again for putting together all the football highlights. Great year to remember a really good football team. As I said, once you kind of pulled back from the disappointment of early November, it'd be like, yeah, that was that was a really good year, and hopefully they can cap it off with a bowl win. All right, that's going to wrap it up for me today. And what do, we, what do they traditionally do on New Year's Eve? I guess it's like, you know, all Lang Syne, right? That's how we tend to close out an old year and get ready for 2023. Thank you so much for being with us throughout the year 2022. A lot of great guests, a lot of great shows, great listeners all the time. And we're so I appreciate you so much. I never take you for granted. And always do my best to try to produce a quality show for you that uh, you're interested in listening to and informed and and uh, just keep things moving forward uh, all the way around. So I'm so thankful for you, thankful for the opportunities here at WDWS and our sister stations that we can uh, all be together on a daily basis. I'll talk to you, uh, let's see, Monday uh, morning about this time from uh, Tampa with a kickoff, Illinois and Mississippi State. Have a great weekend. Happy New Year, everybody. Go Illini. We'll end the show this way and go to CBS News here at the top of the hour. WDWS, Champaign-Urbana. Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to
is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by General Steel. I'm Monica Ricks in New York, and we are following breaking news out of Pennsylvania, where law enforcement have arrested a man for the murders of four University of Idaho students. That's according to a family attorney of one of the victims. The students were stabbed to death in a home off campus last month. Police plan to hold a press conference in a few hours. Former President Trump is not happy today. He's blasting Democrats for releasing six years worth of his tax returns. CBS's Steve Dorsey has more from Washington. The tax returns from 2015 through 2020 show Donald and Melania Trump made millions from their sprawling business empire. However, they wrote off millions more, resulting in several years where they paid little or no income tax. In 2020, the couple claimed a $5.5 million refund. The release comes after years of court battles as Trump sought to keep the record secret. The Supreme Court approved their release last month. A New York congressman just introduced a bill inspired by Representative-elect George Santos to prevent would-be lawmakers from lying to their constituents. WCBS radio reporter Steve Burns. The Santos Act would require candidates to include background information on their disclosures. Lying on that disclosure could carry a year-long prison sentence or a $100,000 fine. Southwest Airlines operations may be back to normal today, but consequences are coming for its chaotic week. Here's CBS's Cammie McCormick. We're not going to rest until every one of these complaints is addressed. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg in a video message said his department will hold Southwest accountable. I'm assigning USDOT resources to follow through on every complaint that comes in to make sure that you get compensated and we will penalize Southwest as we would any airline. To the tune, he says, of tens of thousands of dollars per violation. A big winter storm is hitting out west today. Weather Channel meteorologist Jim Cantori is tracking it. So this is how we're going to start the first week of January 2023. Heavy rain, flooding, severe weather, uh, hail, tornadoes, and even some damaging wind. Russia and China are now strengthening their military ties. We get the latest from Steve Rosenberg with the BBC. The two leaders addressed each other as dear friend and praised the current level of cooperation between Russia and China. But in this geopolitical relationship, Vladimir Putin is very much the friend in need. Due to the pressures Western sanctions are putting on Russia's economy, Moscow is increasingly reliant on Beijing. Beijing has not criticized the Kremlin for the war in Ukraine. Parts of Ukraine didn't have power or heat for hours overnight after another round of Russian missiles. Wall Street's not looking good in the final day of trading of the year. The Dow down 200 points. This is If you're a business owner renting or leasing, you can save a ton of money and own a custom-designed building made by General Steel. Just call 888-74-STEEL and get a quote today. Sail with American Queen Voyages, where history comes alive and discovery runs deep. Enriching adventures await in North America's mighty rivers, great lakes, oceans, and expeditions to the wilds of Alaska. Visit American Queen Voyages at aqvoyages.com, cruising North America now. Call 844-744-0794 or contact your travel professional. American Queen Voyages. Discovery runs deep. I wanted to know why some people who get COVID-19 get it so bad. I found out it may be because they have a high risk factor, such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, smoking, and asthma. Even if symptoms feel mild, these factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive, there are things you can do, like asking your healthcare provider if an authorized oral treatment is right for you. Learn about an option at treatcovid19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. 
Three days of mourning have started in Brazil for soccer legend Pelé, who died after a long battle with cancer at 82. Here's the BBC's Simon Jones. Fans have been gathering outside the stadium in Sao Paulo that became synonymous with Pelé. And at the hospital where he died, for some, it's proving too much to bear. Pelé. Pelé was part of our life. Seems like we're losing a family member. Who didn't dream of being Pelé? Pelé's death transcends the mere question of being a fan or not. In fact, for the past 40 years, he's really been a worldwide icon. Pelé's funeral will be held next week. Aerosmith frontman Steven Tyler has been accused of sexual assault in a lawsuit. A woman claims he was her guardian back in the 70s when she was a teenager, and she says it paved the way for a sexual relationship. Monica Ricks, CBS News. Are you more than 10000 in debt? Feel like you're on a never-ending treadmill, staying in one place and never getting ahead with those minimum payments? You feel like there's no way out? Get off the endless debt treadmill and start saving money each month. There are programs in place to help you get free of your debt and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. The program at Total Financial Freedom can help you get debt-free in months instead of decades. Call Total Financial now at 800-208-1312. 800-208-1312. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk. and actual results may vary. Oil keeps going up as the Russia conflict escalates. If you're an SEC-accredited investor and have at least 25000 liquid, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects and a huge tax savings for this year. If you invest in oil, you're allowed to write off nearly 100% of your investment in the first year. Call 800 800- at 278-7455. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. That's 800-278-7455.